Hey there, party people. Did you know that Encounter Party is now an official Dungeons & Dragons television show? You can find our second campaign on the Dungeons & Dragons Adventures channel, available now on Plex and Freebie. We have new episodes every Tuesday night at 9pm, and the show is available on demand next day on Plex. For links and to learn more, head on over to our website at EncounterParty.com. Now, please enjoy this episode of Campaign 1 of Encounter Party. Warning, this episode features very strong language and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Last time on Encounter Party, our players managed to escape the death trap of Zonet 4, only to realize they released the terror into the water supply. With the entire compound now on lockdown, our players are trapped deep within Simic territory. As they hunt for clues about the orb, the name of Malthus Reed once again rears its decapitated head. As the clues mount, the question remains, who is a pawn and who is a player? Find out this week on Encounter Party! Mr. Rufier Alfonso III, artificer extraordinaire, purveyor of the ancient and the unknown, stands quaking before you on the remaining half of his train. He is far from the maniacal genius you may have pictured in your mind. In fact, he seems quite frightened because his politeness has been met with extreme aggression. You have managed to find the back half of the rail engine that you guys discovered on the Boros line outside of the Simic compound. The interior is just as empty, except for the fact that it is not trashed to bits. It seems to have been emptied deliberately by this one singular man, Mr. Rufier Alfonso III. He's a little bit intimidated considering the fact that he feels like he was trying to extend some sort of courtesy and have a civil conversation, and the five of you have literally kicked in his door and are demanding information. What? Why why are all looking at me? To be fair, I complimented his mustache. Despite your demeanor, Mr. Alfonso does continue to exhibit this politeness and invites you onto the train. Um, There are some places to sit down. Inside, it's very luxurious. Um, It's akin to what you found on the front half of the train over on the other end of the compound, Um, except this one hasn't been ransacked. It looks like it was designed to be a mobile showcase, okay? There are display cases and wall mounts, um, although at this point, everything has been emptied and you caught Mr. Alfonso in the process of cleaning everything out from a now derelict train. I'll stand. Uh, Lorzach will take a seat and is looking through his backpack. Xenia just starts going through his Your boxes. backpack or his own backpack? Your own backpack. And okay. is pulling out the mess kit, which contains the thing. Okay. Xenia starts going through uh, Mr. Alfon- uh, Alfonso's boxes without asking for permission. He sees you, but makes no attempt to stop you. Um, inside you find uh, a lot of old artifacts, archaeological finds. You do happen to see one spot that has like a, a categorical note attached to it, suggesting that it is from before the days of the Guild Pact even existing. So that would be like over 10,000 years old. What is everybody else doing? I'm standing to the back. I am, this is not my conversation. I will say that uh, Lennox, your presence seems to be the most uneasing to him because you are clearly displaying the authority of the Azorius. And while he is not guild aligned, um, that does put him sort of in the direct 
Even though he has not killed the line, that means that his direct legal authority would be the Azorius Guild itself. And he does the best he can to break the tension with nervous energy. And, uh, he's... Tell us what you know about the orb that you sent your goons to retrieve. The orb? Yes. What do you know about that orb? Have I'm asking you, you what you know about it. Have you seen it? We have. And Lorzach will open the mess kit, which contains it. Oh, well, that's a bit of relief, I suppose. Oh. I suppose. This was stolen from you, correct? Yes. And it was Mr. Gatto and a number of associates who were sent to retrieve it. Yes, that's quite right. Mr. Gatto is under my employment. Wow, you do seem to have a great deal more information than I do. May I make a request? Before we begin to ask me questions I may not be able to answer without physical harm, could you tell me how you possibly came into possession of that, which is technically owned by me. Our understanding is that this was unearthed by a Simic excavation party. Yes. Sold to you. Oh no, they gave it. I see. After it came into your possession, a person stole it from you, where they absconded to the 34th precinct of the Boros Legion, entered a tavern known as the Leg End, tried to pawn it off to the Barkeep, was intercepted by one Mr. Gatto and associates sent by you to recover the artifact, where they embroiled us in an armed conflict. The artifact went from our possession to one Lavinia or someone posing as her, who is, according to the master biomancer of the Simic, a Demir operative, merely assuming her identity. Oh my. This orb was then placed in the comatose body of one Elasia, no surname, who, brought into the medical facility run by the Simic Combine, may or may not have proven to be a catalyst for a pervasive infection in the form of an adaptive crasis resembling the same black goo that was found at the original excavation site. Fascinating. And you were a part of all of this. Yes. I'm very impressed. This is a great story. We lost one of our own. Oh. Many Simic have died. Oh. The question that I pose to you, firstly, do you know what this artifact is and what it is capable of doing? Oh, yes. I have done a great deal of research and study on it, and I can say with extreme confidence that I have absolutely no idea what it is. I'm sorry, that's not very helpful, is it? Um... When I was summoned here by the Master Biomancer of Zonid 4, they released this item into my care, having no idea what it was. Unfortunately, none of my research or reference gave any clue as to what this object possibly could be. I was simply going to make something up for the showcase. Perhaps it was the result of an experiment gone wrong, or or perhaps it contained the soul of an ancient demon, or... I'm sorry, I'm getting a bit carried away. As far as its disappearance, it became quite clear that one of Mr. Gatto's security detail possibly could have taken it, and so he was dispatched to locate this individual and retrieve the orb, and I haven't seen him since, so I do thank you a great deal for bringing it back to my possession. Sorry to disappoint that doesn't seem to be anything quite extraordinary. May I ask what happened to your train? That is a very peculiar question. I do not stay here. Um, I have... Quite a nice room that I am renting from the Is It Residential areas. My train was put here permanently. It was a bit of an exchange. And um, one morning, this half was simply gone. In the question, I'm trapped here. One night, went to bed, left my belongings, woke up the next day. A messenger came and told me that half my train was gone. We found it, incidentally. Yes, I'd heard that there is evidence of its retrieval. Might I 
ask where it is? The Boros line, on the way back to the precinct. Oh. We happened to encounter Mr. Gatto and a number of personnel who I believe comprised your security team. I take it he has not yet recovered the orb. I don't think he'll be doing any sort of recovering anytime soon. Quick reminder, the orb is here in this room. Yes, I understand that. I was questioning why it came back with you and not the men who are under my employ for not a small amount of money. There was a rather aggressive infection that seems to have swept through a number of your, we'll say, former personnel. He takes like a very cautious step back (laughs) at the word of infection and you get the sense that there's a bit of, ew, (laughs) like to this manner. I cast insight. I mean, not cast. I'm going to roll for insight. Yes, please. Because I want to know if I, I feel like he's telling the truth. Sure. Nobody with that kind of voice can be lying. Nobody with that voice can 12. be lying. Based on what you rolled, nobody with that voice could be lying. As, as far as you can tell, he's telling you the truth. I'm going to go ahead and cast Zone of Truth. Ooh. Would you please um, elaborate as to what that spell is going to do for those of us who I'm don't casting know. spells and shit. <laughs> Yayo. Um, well, he's going to go ahead and roll a charisma saving throw. Okay, and if he fails? He's gonna tell us anything we ask him. Now, Zone now, of Truth, does it create a pocket a in which- It's a 15-foot radius. Okay. Um, the train itself is 10 feet wide, the car. Yeah, so, I mean, just right. anything within, it doesn't, it, I mean, I don't think- A zone enough that if anything. he starts perhaps making an exit from that area, you're gonna know, like, hey. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, is, is he aware of, oh yeah, that's the other question. <laughs> is it all creatures or is it creatures of your choice? Cause I am standing behind you. Uh, creatures of my choice. But okay. like, so, okay, until the spell ends, the creature enters, the spells are a little, little uh, on a failed save, the creature can't speak a deliberate lie within the radius. He rolled a 10. He's gonna tell us what the fuck we wanna know. Surprisingly, he actually like immediately knows what's going on. And he goes, ah, uh, well done. Yes, sorry to disappoint you though, but I have no cause to lie here. I am as calm as I may appear, quite afraid of that large horned woman over there at the entrance. As well you should be. She likes to stick people with them. Yes, I don't doubt that. I am telling you the truth. And as you can tell, my security team seems to no longer be under my employment. Or anyone's. I mean, they are under something. And you ground. Yes. Yes. Oh. And you were not present when uh, they absconded or were displaced with the other half of your train? They had already left. So we do not know the origin of the infection that seems to have taken them. No, my train has disappeared, I believe, during the time of the festival, if I can pinpoint it. Who are the other people? I suppose I just assumed it was some sort of revelry prank. The Izzet are capable of more than they appear. And he kind of gestures to Xenia like, Winky, winky. Those scientists. You mentioned other people were showing interest in this orb. Who are they? Well, as I perhaps insinuated a little less bluntly than intended, um, directly after receiving this orb, oh my, oh, perhaps this is more dangerous than I thought. After the Simic had presented me with this orb and given me the opportunity to study it, as I do, purveyor of the ancient and unknown artifacts, magical items, and the such. We get it. <sighs> yes, sorry, carrying on. Um, and 
is it man came to me within two days of me acquiring the item, offering me a great deal of money. He must have had some connection with the Civic to even know that it came to me, but he seemed quite insistent that I presented it to him. Did he identify himself? Oh, there was no mistaking who this man was. It was the head researcher, Malthus Reed. It seemed very peculiar to me. I'm not entirely a big fan of the is it, sorry, my dear, but their science is a bit reckless and damaging. Compliment I... taken, thank you. Yes, quite. I found it necessary to hire a security team of which I employed Mr. Gato, a well-known private security enterprise. And everything seemed to be working out in protection, and it wasn't until that one member of their team decided that perhaps it was more profitable for him to take this item that I had made very clear I do not know what it is. Pardon the cuss, but that buffoon has taken a great deal of money from me. Mr. Gatto did retrieve the thief in question. Did he bring him back into your presence? I have not seen Mr. Gatto since I sent him to retrieve the orb. It would seem to follow that if they regrouped at the train, the thief is still very much on the loose, and may or may not have been the catalyst responsible for that particular infection. Mm. I don't know about the rest of you, but it is approaching the midday. I myself am quite hungry. Perhaps we could come to some sort of an arrangement to prevent myself from getting hoofed or horned. Oh, I... you're good. Okay. I am now very concerned that the people who may have been after this orb are taking bolder and bolder measures to get it. I am glad that I have it, and there is a part of me that believes that it should remain in my possession. More importantly now, I'm concerned that the wrong people may get their hands on it. But as you can see, I no longer have a security team. So perhaps as we search for particular answers and defend against whoever intends to misuse this item, someone out there seems to know what it is. And unfortunately, that person is not me. We are stuck here for the moment, and perhaps with a bit of coinage, I might convince you to play on my side for a bit. What is it you are asking of us? Purely from us. a security detail, I happen to have a rather nice place to stay. Say, 200 Xenos a week? Let's say 250. Mr. Alfonso. I did not expect the Azorius to be such hard bargainers. If you would please do me the kindness of making a persuasion roll to see whether or not I accept such an egregiously like over-generous to... offer... 16. I think a 16 is good enough. He says, yes, quite. <clears throat> well then, let's say you better be worth the extra 50. <laughs> I do laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, well, if you would do me the kindness of carrying a couple of these boxes and I can take us somewhere where we can relax. Certainly, sir. So um, he kind of hands you guys a couple of boxes, perhaps maybe more than you intended to carry. They're just small things. Who knows what's in them? But you manage to escort him, in a sense. I don't think manners is a big thing. You follow Mr. Alfonso up into what may be considered the residential area of the compound. Mostly apartments, very few what you would consider permanent residences. It is sort of a workplace extension. There are a few restaurants, there may be a few eateries or bars, no real shops, no real commerce. It is a place you go when you are done working. At the very forefront of this part of the compound, however, there is a very tall and very pristine building run by a pair of elf concierge. Mr. Alfonso proudly gestures that he happens to be staying at the top of that building and ushers you into what is a well-to-do lobby, well above the pay grade that you could ever hope to experience on your current career paths. You are all shuffled into the elevator as the concierges give a nice 
tip of the hat to Mr. Alfonso. Hello, Mr. Alfonso. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Good to see you. Lovely day. And in a very short, quiet, and awkward elevator ride up, the doors open into what is a very large and very gorgeous penthouse suite. Rufier turns to all of you as if you've been longtime friends and says, Welcome. This is where I'm staying during our current, from what I hear, quarantine. So please make yourselves at home. There's a great deal of beds over there in that room that I'm currently not using. And um, when you are ready, I will call for some food and perhaps you can tell me exactly why you happen to be quite so upset with me. We took our long rest, right? We're um, not in need of any rest. Yeah. No, you're not in need of any rest, but if you if you look off to the right there, there is a room with several beds that you guys can kind of place your, you guys can place your things in. Um, in the center room leading in, there is a staircase that leads sort of down into the room mm-hmm. that you can see there. That is a big, wide open area. The whole front of this penthouse is windows that sort of shows out onto the uh, the entirety of the compound. You are, aside from part of the Is It Research Center, the power plant, you are the tallest part in the compound right now. And not only can you see sweepingly across just about everywhere, but you also get kind of a decent half look down into the, the well. Wall. Is this the master bedroom over here? That is his facility that at the current moment is locked. Like there is a closed door there that he mm. disappears into briefly and then comes back out and says he made a quick call downstairs for some food and sits at that large communal table there in the center of the room. As you kind of get yourself settled and get your things, claim certain beds, take a moment to talk, you know, negotiate um, sleeping space. And then uh, during that time period, some food will come up um, a nice, pretty decent spread um, for some of you, perhaps in the Boros Legion, maybe nicer than you've ever seen. Um, Lorzach, depending on your particular diet, um, you may not find anything here that you like, but there are, you know, we, we are in a simic facility, so there's going to be, you know, algae, seaweed, kelp, that sort of thing, um, some fish, no beef, but there's probably stuff that you can eat if you have an adventurous enough appetite. As for the rest of you, it's quite good. Mr. Alfonso himself makes several pots of tea, leaves them out for you to partake at your own choice. Does take a cup himself. Is it lovely tea? I mean, he's enjoying it, it's good. This is lovely tea, Mr. Alfonso. Oh, Oh, thank you very much, glad you're enjoying it. Perhaps you could all try and relax as much as I am trying to right now. How did one Mr. Gatto come into your employ, Mr. Alfonso? Oh, he's... Not quite as obscure as you would think. He's um, quite good. There are several private security enterprises here in the city of Ravnica. Not everyone chooses to deal in the guild business. It's a bit nasty if you ask me. I have relationships with the Izzet and I have relationships with the Simic purely on a research basis. Um, I actually prefer to spend a great deal of my time in the Selesnian conclaves. They're really nice people and share an interest in ancient history the way that I do, but getting your hands on a security team is simply based on reputation. I know people who have known people who have used him. Mr. Gatto was never the problem. It's just whoever this miscreant was that decided he wanted to steal my item. And was this an independent contractor or did he come with uh, Mr. Gatto's company? He was one of Mr. Gatto's men from what I understand. Let's see. Lorzach does pour himself a cup of tea. I do specifically remember that this man told me he was going to take a day or two off, that he was sick. 
from the way that he said it, Mr. Garzo, it just seemed normal. People get sick. People take days off. It didn't seem a problem. Uh, when you were studying the orb for two months, mm-hmm. um, how did you handle it? Well, I did find very quickly, as you might have well known by carrying it in that box, that it is a bit painful to the touch. Mm-hmm. Step number one. Don't touch it with your bare hands. But the curious thing about the orb from my instance is that I found no records or information in any of my studies that could possibly have suggested what it is, or more importantly, what it does. There are no markings, no carvings, no tool marks, no evidence as to how it was made. It is almost a pure creation of metal. Am I making myself clear? It seems... The only way to achieve such perfection as if it created itself. Are you aware of any kind of phenomena that would have uh, separated one half of your train from the other? No. I'm trying to decide how concerned about that idea I should be. I do not really interact with the is it since Mr. Malfus Reed came so urgently to try and acquire that orb from me. I really have no idea what he possibly could have wanted it for or what he thought it could have been for. Perhaps he thought it might have been some iteration of that museum they're always messing with. But when a man of the level of Malthus Reed comes knocking at your door and wants something from you, particularly wants something from Mr. Rufier Alfonso III, my immediate concern is that he's going to blow himself or someone else. This is all a bit disappointing, I understand, since I am a foremost authority on the ancient and the unknown. <laughs> Quite. Um, the more confusing thing is not only not knowing what a new thing is, is how we all start. But having no reference with which to gauge it against is quite another thing. We are talking about a physically perfect piece of of indiscernible metal. I have run many tests on it. I have not been able to mar it. I've not been able to break it. I've not been able to dent it. I've not been able to melt it. It is very cold to the touch, and yet it doesn't freeze the air around it. It is in itself a near perfect homeostasis of metal. Well, it seems it has something to do with these corrupted people. Yes, you did bring that up before. You know, there was a bit of information that slipped when I was talking to the Biomancer. When she initially called me in to address this, Vizara did sort of let slip that it was not the only thing found, that this orb was found along with something else. I never inquired. I don't think she meant to hide it, but she certainly didn't make any indication or volunteer any information as to what it was found with. But I do know that whatever it was found with was of the interest to the Simic. It was found with a tentacle of some kind. Oh, please do go on. Black, viscous, organic matter. That's really all we know about it. The kind that later consumed the device in question and began wreaking havoc throughout the facility. Oh, and this somehow was the cause of all that catastrophe that just happened. Very much so. Strange. So this orb was located down into the depths of the well in the underground ocean, along with a piece of a tentacle, perhaps a part of something that once was alive. Or perhaps still is. Oh, what a frightening thought. Exciting. Well, my fair fine travelers, it seems that you are currently under employment for the near future, at least. What resources or help might I provide? We came up against a foe that 
bested us. If there was any equipment that we could perhaps use. Ah, yes. I was expecting the conversation to go that way very shortly. I do have in my possession a great many of items. As of right now, I think, considering that we've negotiated an extra 50 Zeno a week, that we are adequately compensated for the time being. But should the situation arise, where you need to be outfitted more responsibly, we can have that conversation then. And I do warn you, I would not attempt to go snooping around this facility, because there are a great many things I carry here that are dangerous and reactive. And he kind of looks at you, Xenia, and is like, you might like your body parts where they are, so see if you can rein in your <laughs> curiosity for the sake of self-preservation, All if right. that is a thing. All right. Um, so you guys have a temporary base of operations, a safe place to hang out. Um, you seem to have a um, great resource in Rufir, and it seems that there has been some sort of connection with this Malphus Reed. So it seems to me that even if we were able to lift the quarantine on Zonet 4 and all the adjoining uh, settlements, that it poses a major risk of letting this adaptive black substance back into the water supply and endanger the rest of Ravnica. So it seems to me that we are going to be drawn into conflict with this thing and make sure that it's put down for good before we can, with any kind of good conscience, lift the quarantine and get the pump station running again. Is it? Can you get us into Malthus Reed's labs? Not that I care that much, but I do have a name. So if you want something from me, you can always ask a little more politely. What's your name? It's Xenia. Xenia, can you get us into Malthus Reed's labs? I can certainly try. Xenia, would there be anybody besides Malthus Reed who might know what he's doing? Like, does he have an assistant or anything similar to that? I'm certain that he would, of course. There's certainly, I mean, anyone that high up within the Izzet has plenty of assistance. The director of the pump station was reporting directly to Malthus Reed. It is mm-hmm. possible that she would have more information. Vizara? Not the biomancer. Uh- the director of the pump station. Oh, correct. Station. Yes, yes. Maybe we should return to her. And then afterwards, we could talk to Vizara and see what kind of precautionary measures they have available to us in order to destroy the monster for good. Well, I think we need to figure out what we're working with, and I think we need to murder it. I don't think there's any... I completely agree. There's no leaving or lifting the quarantine. There is a research facility, which Alfonso seems convinced that they don't have any kind of useful information to offer about the nature of the orb, I still think it could be worth checking. Mm. But we do have at least one authority figure at the pump station who might be able to point us in the direction of something that Malthus Reed knew before he died. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I also agree that that there would be worth in going to that research center. Also because like, what kind of authority or expertise does he actually have other than Alfonso? Yeah. Apparently not. A wealthy man, exactly, who collects shiny things. I don't really take him at, you know. So where would we like to head? Keep in mind it's after lunchtime. Um, I agree with the scene, is it? Because so they would at least possibly Going back know. to the pump station? The pump yeah. station. Yeah, because yes. yeah, like we have a person go. that we know we can talk to right. that might right. be of greater use than just flying blindly into somewhere else. Agreed. And now a quick word from one of our sponsors. You know, folks, blank walls can be pretty boring. 
So why not spruce up your home or office by heading over to ukiyopop.com. They have a collection of traditional Japanese prints inspired by today's comics, games, and movies. The gallery is viewable online for free and prints are available for purchase. So head over to ukiyopop.com. That's U-K-I-Y-O-P-O-P.com. Tradition in a modern method. And now, back to the party. So, you guys uh, march yourselves back down to the pump station. Mm. What was that horribly noisy, bombastic facility is now stupidly quiet. And you can feel the anxious energy of a crowd full of, is it, employees who have nothing to do. The potential energy inside of this place is a bomb waiting to go off as the fidgety, is it goblins just sort of sit around waiting for what are we supposed to do with ourselves? They check the gauges for the 40th time in the last three minutes. They check the pipelines, they're checking seals. They're checking with each other to see whether or not this quarantine is over. And during all of this, they spot you five coming back through again and seeing how angrily the Azorius Arrestor and the Boros Legionnaire marched their way through there last time. They are keen to give you the space you desire. You march yourself right straight back to where you did the first time where you see that Vidalkin angrily telling off another goblin, I have no idea what's going on. I'm just as mad as you are. And then she spots you coming in. And like so many other people currently in the city of Ravnica, she rolls her eyes. (sighs) You are back. Can I turn the pumps back on now, please? No, not unless you'd like to potentially murder the rest of the city. Oh yes, it is very scary. I heard you tell me this before. Now, what do you want? Well, first of all, I'd love to know your name so I know that who, who I'm speaking to. I am Supervisor Yadira. I am the head of this pump station. And who are you, low-level researcher? You're correct. I am low-level research. Uh, my name is Zenny. I work in the Storms and Electricity Lab. We are... Well, lo- you are a far place from home. This is true. I d- d- did not intend to come out this far, but here I am. The Is It Guild is a very clicky, very cutthroat guild within each other because there is limited money. And different laboratories and different scientific focuses compete with each other for the focus of the fire mind to care. We are looking for a little bit more information. Malthus Reed, master, yes. master researcher, was searching for this particular orb that has come into our possession. I know nothing about this. Do you have any contact with an assistant of his that we might be able to speak with? Master researcher Malthus Reed is the head of this division of hydroelectric power for the Izzet Guild. He is not here. Oh yes, apparently he is dead now. So sorry for him. People die in the Izzet Guild all the time. This is not a new thing. He probably blew himself up because he didn't set his safety protocol. Actually, he was cut into pieces by a murder circus. Oh, that is a bit worse of a way to go. Yes. Did he have an office on the premises? Yes, he has an office. It is that giant building up there. Do we have your permission to enter it, please? You, I cannot give you permission to enter it. I do not belong to the research facility. I am the supervisor can of you, the pump station. Can you lead us to someone who would be able to give us permission? I am not a concierge. I am the supervisor of the pump 
station. My job is here waiting for you to end this quarantine so we can get back to work. Do you see these? I am asking nicely. Oh, intimidation check. (laughs) Love it. With advantage. That was awesome. (laughs) I'm trying to be nice. Yeah, it's going to be like a 23. <laughs> <laughs> so she she just like loses all sass, right? She's just like, the idea now of her getting like torn limb from limb in the way that Malthus might have gone has kind of like shut her up. And she's like, even your little is it researchers should know that you have to go to the office, you have to file a claim, you have to book an appointment. We are very busy. I understand, and that's why we're trying to get out of your way. This is the pump station. We are not part of the research facility. That is Malthus Reed's own building. He is in charge there. He is not in charge here. He is just in charge of me. We appreciate your help. Thank you very much. You can see her just kind of like twitching with like, I have nothing to fucking do but get yelled at. I think that pipe might be leaking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, and she like... She like calls two goblins to like run up the thing and check. <laughs> yeah, she I completely like, <gasps> like turns around and freaks out. I found a new game. <laughs> oh. So then we journey on towards the research facility? Yes. Yes. So the research facility is rather intimidating. One of the frightening things about Is It Guild structures is that no one ever seemed to bother calling any sort of safety commission or zoning board. These buildings just kind of look like while they were going up, they got another idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're going to put a door here, but before we do that, how about a pipe? <laughs> it- It looks like everything is in its place and they know exactly what goes where and what does what, but that's only knowledge available to whoever put it there. Everything kind of steams, everything kind of creaks. It seems like the building itself is like, what did you do? Why is this here? What am I supposed to do with this part of me? And there is so much energy, it's exhausting just being around an Izzet facility. People don't move at anything less than basically a half run, but there is um, what looks to be a check-in area, some sort of um, counter behind which sits a very, very busy looking goblin in a very, very big hat that has a very large and unnecessary number of lenses attached to it as she is rifling through a ton of papers behind a very deliberately placed iron grate. Is there sides to this grate or just the grate in front? No, it's just like a, a counter with a window. Oh, and okay, a okay. I just pictured just the grate in front of her on a desk without anything no, on the No, she's sides. behind the grate. <laughs> as in you can't just grab her and reach her. Oh, what? Which is probably what happens all the time. Otherwise, <laughs> people are just like, listen here, you. That wasn't my plan. Head down. Her <laughs> Jamira Kwai hat kind of bobbles back and forth as she looks like she's rifling through some stuff. Um, <clears throat> Zenia feels very comfortable and very uh, uh, energized by everything going on. This is definitely comforting to her. And she approaches this woman, um, and she says, I'm so sorry to bother you. I know that you're incredibly busy. Mm, yes, what, what? 
We are looking for an assistant uh, of Malthus Reed. Oh, are you now? Well, let me just stop exactly what it is that I'm doing and help you. Mm, I'd like it if you did that. Thank you. She, like, <laughs> looks up over the thing and rolls her eyes at you like, what? <laughs> like, like the, the charm and the deafness of that was so smooth that she's just sort of, like, put off and now has no choice but to engage with you. And she's like, what? Who are you? I'm Xenia. Uh, we have been sent. We're a team from the 34th district. <clears throat> and? And we are looking for, uh, we are looking for someone who can help us. We have in our possession a very, very dangerous item that Malthus Reed was searching for himself. Oh, might I take a look at it, please? No. Oh, forget you then, bovine. <gasps> so, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Backtrack here. Now that I remember what my job is, oh, Yes, I don't know you. You're not from this facility. You wear our guild insignia, yes? Yes, and I display it. <laughs> yes, thank you. Do speed up. I am dying by the minute. I know, I've been with these people for so long. I have been going at half pace for a while. Thank I apologize. Thank you very much for the proper respect. So now, you hold something in your possession that is dangerous. Oh, I'm quite scared now. And you want me to just, oh, let me just call upstairs and summon Master Researcher Malphus Reed to come down and bestow upon you his very precious time. He's dead. <laughs> she just kind of like, she just kind of like stops in her, stops in her ramble. Like, it's, it seems like we're getting in a rhythm of how to make is it people just shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of, what, 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 what? <laughs> yes, he's dead. He's a torso now. So we need to speak with someone associated with him. Wh where? How? What? Well, Raptos. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh, well, this is terrible. This is very, very bad news. Um, We're investigating his death. Oh. Um. I suppose we better book an appointment with uh, researchers in there. When would be an appropriate time? Now. Um. Yes, well. Please. Now, it's not really where that we cater to. I cast Mage Hand through the grate and just have it tap its fingers right in front of her. Yes. Lovely trick. She just like picks up a folder and just goes, and <laughs> 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 just, like, just like whacks it like, <laughs> yes, unless that's holding a sprocket, I'm not really turned on. Well, the unfortunate thing here is there is no possible way that I could possibly get you in to see Research Senate at this exact moment because, well, she's not exactly on site. However, um, if Malphus Reed is, in fact, dead? Well, that is something that needs to be addressed immediately. Um, how can we contact you? Well, we're staying with Mr. Alfonso currently in his penthouse. Oh. Agreed. <laughs> she kind of turns her <laughs> lip up like, yeah. yes. Yes. What a boring man. Agreed. Okay, what is your name? Xenia. Xenia, do you have your credentials on you, please? Of course. Yeah, yes. you would. You would always be able yeah. to. It's to sort of like a hand it. resume that you yes. would have. So you presented it. Absolutely. Okay. Please understand that this is something I am going to take very, very seriously. For now, I will leave this message and hopefully tomorrow morning, second researcher Sen will be able to come and then we can have this very serious conversation. As for right now, well, we need to confirm. Is there any chance of searching his office? Meaning like getting into it or asking her? Yeah, it's not you like would we need know an appointment. That trying to break into an is it facility. <laughs> I mean, they can open a door. Right. And it's not like we're disturbing any of the work that's happening. That's true. Rifling through another researcher's things is 
so in the wrong that it's like begging for death. It's not that people don't do it, but if you get caught doing it, another person's lab is a minefield. You don't know what they're working on. You don't know what they have. You don't know how dangerous it is. It's always going to be dangerous. You don't know what codes they have in place. You don't know if they've coded their research. There are just a thousand things that people have to do to protect themselves because somebody discovering your work or stealing your work is literally a matter of life or death with the is it. It's not like, oh, hey, let me copy your notes. It's like, oh, shit, you've made that breakthrough. Well, now I've made that breakthrough. I've curried favor with the dragon and you're exploded or disintegrated. That's how you or frozen Ooh. or burned uh, or shocked to death. OK, or dismembered. All right. Uh, dismemberment is the Rakdos. We've already covered that. <laughs> Depends on what you're building. Point. I, th- I, this is not said in front of her, but uh, I'm perfectly comfortable at least sneaking around. I know that there would be danger involved, but no, I don't think they would let us. Give me a perception check. Maybe it would help. It's five. It doesn't take much to realize that the only way into this facility is one of two massively locked doors to either side of this woman. This is not a facility that you storm. This is a facility that sounds like tomorrow you might get an audience with somebody pretty important. Mm. And trying to mess with an Izzet facility is like begging for a missing hand. Okay. But we can still talk to Vizara, the master biomancer, if she's available to see what kind of weaponry or et cetera that we need to defeat the monster. Cause I can't imagine they'd have an experiment that they couldn't destroy permanently. Well, there's value. There's value in speaking with whoever is creating these hybrids as well. I mean, this seems like, this seems like a potential creation of theirs. And at the very least, we might be able to find out some more information about what they're doing that they, that either left their mind, they didn't think to share with us. So then it's worth going back to the Simic and seeing what they have to say. I think so. But also your current new addition to your party has a great deal of basic knowledge. He is involved in the Zonnet. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're not Brevin. Brevin died. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What do you know about any of this? Do you know anything about the orb? Do you have any experience with these these creatures that are this black ichor substance? You would know some basic things about the Zonnet experiments. What that creature was down at the bottom that they fought was simply labeled as Experiment 27. It was a crisis uh, mutation where this is one of the things that the Simic does, especially those who are adaptionists like the Zonet 4 are. Um, you were basically developing a new organism and testing abilities to give it and, and you know, considering what these adaptions are useful for. Some of these experiments are used nowadays to kind of help guinea pig some useful skills or graphs that you intend to add to your soldiers. Um, the fact that the way that they describe this, the fact that it somehow became corrupted or fused with whatever this black thing is, is not what was intended for that experiment. Um, it fused with the black. You are, you know that these things exist, but the 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 thing that was such a concern is that anyone in the science community knew that that black tendril was found with the orb, and it's all known pretty easily, unless you're sort of like within the guard, that, hey, we found this cool shit. We gave this orb to Rufier Alfonso because... He's a historian and you guys don't give a shit about metal, but the tentacle you have was kind of in stasis. People were examining it. Nobody was doing experiments on the tentacle. They were simply observing it. Um, 
the tentacle itself and experiment 27 were two completely separate things. Nobody was trying to. Which means that the orb is the catalyst Mm -hmm. in awakening whatever static substance was left over in the facility and letting it multiply into the thing that ended up killing Brevin. Of the things that we know now, yeah. And the curiosity that still lays at hand is to your knowledge, especially in the moment, um, there was no discernation as to why some of your guildmates became corrupted and why some of you did not. Well, is there val- is there value or someone who would know, like, uh, speaking on these adaptations, et cetera, like what, were, what kind of adaptations were you trying to develop or create? in this particular. Carefully, what kind of adaptations or mutations were we not trying to create is a better question. Is there an answer to that one as well? Got a big book, it's a pretty small list. Well, I mean, resistance to, really, resistance to disease, uh, evolution, uh, I mean, the ability to transfer from water to land. Like, I mean, what kind of adaptations are you guys? Immortality. Immortality. We believe in adaptation and mutation and change as a way to cause the next evolution of the world. Whether or not we are aiming for anything, a change will cause a catalyst. We aim to be the harbinger of the catalyst. I myself focus on this. I put my hand on one of the metal walls and I leave it there and it turns very quickly into stone. Transmutation is my world. So he just melted metal in front of me? Didn't melt, Mm -mm. just changed. Changes back pretty quickly. I still take a nice step away. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like my armor. It just seems as though if it affects certain people and doesn't affect other people, there has to be a biological quality. I mean, Mr. Alfonso was tinkering with this, whatever, this orb for months. We've had it. We haven't been corrupted. So it seems like the next step would be to circle back with the Simic facility, see if the master biomancer and any of the medical staff have done anything on the deceased Mm. to kind of trace back what the initial infectant was, whether this stuff remains inert after the host is dead, and if that matches in any way the sample that they had from the original excavation, because that confirms what we already suspect. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm going to assume that minotaurs are completely immune to this because I was not infected when there was blood all over me. Did the people you came across earlier have black tendrils? Uh, no. No. I think it is safe to assume that they are not the same. Yeah, oh. two separate infections. Mm-hmm. But, oh. The feral creatures you found on the train, who were the remnants of Mr. Alfonso's security team, right. did not have black tendrils. Okay. But I do agree the Zonnet is the next stop. You take a brief trip back to the Zonnet to check in some of the autopsies that may be coming. Um, much of the information is the same. The only new piece of information that you have acquired that is quite curious is that the black veins of the corrupted have disappeared quite shortly after they have deceased. Are we able to see any of the bodies? Sure. I would like to detect poison and disease. There is no poison or disease that you can detect. Great. Whatever was afflicting them seems to have left or dissipated after death. Do they, now that the tendrils have dissipated, do they look like the things that we encountered with Mr. Gatto? On the train? No. No, okay. They have just reverted back Back to to their original form. Okay, I'm a smart cow. So as of right now, what you know is there is some black vein corruption that is infecting people discriminately, and you did encounter some sort of transformation from a security team that left 
in pursuit of something, but did not necessarily finish their job, as we now know. And a large chunk of a train was suddenly transported over to another place with- No one knows how. And no one knows how. Well, it also seems that this black substance or whatever it is needs a living host, potentially. If it's leaving- Yeah, it's not It's not possessing right. dead bodies. No. So the new hypothesis, if we're going to get scientific on this shit, is that uh, the corruption has something to do with proximity to the substance. But not entirely, because I was in a room full of people, only about 48% of whom changed. And again, it only affects hosts in a discriminate manner. It can mm-hmm. only take on a certain volume or percentage, maybe. Of... Or there's a common factor between them. And it seems to have some relation to the orb. Whether or not the orb can create some kind of catalyst that induces infection remains unclear. I also hate to say this as a scientist, but as of now, the only hypothesis we can hold is that the black tendrils only affect the simic hybrid. Only it, the. Is that. We have not seen the bodies. The first person I saw was not a simic hybrid, and he was infected. He was a human. Ah. Well, that is relieving and terrifying. So, as okay. you guys um, step away from Azanit for the fourth time now, it is approaching dinner time possibly the moment to find yourself some grub, as you guys take a moment to mull over everything you've begun to piece together, that whatever this orb is, it seems to be corrupting discriminately. From the time it was unearthed at the excavation site, and after the Simic separated the substance from its inorganic component, they immediately pawn it off on one Alfonso III, and he, in turn, is immediately contacted by master researcher Malthus Reed. He does not sell the orb, which he claims to have been offered an exorbitant price for, but instead hires a security team, and it is coincidentally immediately stolen. The thief absconds with the orb and goes to the Legend in the 34th precinct of the Boros Legion to contact a buyer, none other than one Malthus Reed. If he can't buy it, he'll steal it. Reed then is dismembered by a harlequin of the murder circus. The woman in his room, Elasia, purportedly a precognitive mage, a cover that I can no longer trust. The orb comes into our possession, is handed over to either the Mazeron and Lavinia, or, as seems more likely at this point, a Demir operative that has assumed her identity. It is then planted on the comatose body of Alasia, who may or may not have been a precognitive mage. The orb is then smuggled back into a Simic medical facility, where a Pervasive corruption takes root within the staff. And Lavinia sent us back there. It seemed as if there was a purpose that potentially the Demir wanted this orb to be back in this Simic facility. Precisely. Yes. So that they might decimate their numbers. Yes. Thus far, the Demir have been very quiet. They, supposedly, have not taken a side in the railway wars. Or they're already operating under the guise of an unaffiliated railway. Has anyone asked if Mr. Alfonso has a guild? affiliation. We know that he, he does not. He says that he does not. And he has not lied to us so far. That's true. That's true. Have we asked him to his face? Or has people told us? He's told us. He, he told think... us he's not part of a guild. Maybe. No, Vizara told us that he was not part no, of a guild. No, he did tell us he that he was us? not part of a guild. Oh. And I believe he told us that while he was under my spell. I don't think he My zone of truth. Did. Spell. Not while you were on the train. Not while we were on the train. Not while you were on the train. Okay. The only conversation you had on the train was he told you the timeline of when it was stolen and agreed to pay you 250 Zeno a week. Have we gotten that money? 
It hasn't been a week. It hasn't been a week. Oh, it's so long to wait. <laughs> and like half a day. And you did not negotiate anything up front. It is supper time. Perhaps we have a conversation necessary with the man who will be serving you dinner. Yes. You guys return to the penthouse. And as you approach, the two twin elves down at the concierge greet you in tandem. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hello. With a cheery smile that is equally pleasant and a little more creepy the second time that you see it. A sort of forced pleasantry. You head back up on the elevator, and by the time you enter, there is a full spread waiting for you. Mr. Alfonso comes out of his private room with a bit of a cheery, Oh, hello. Did we find the answers we were looking for? More questions, it seems. Oh, isn't that always the way of it, my boy? Mr. Alfonso. Yes? Do you have anything to do with a fourth rail line? Oh, the unaffiliated rail line. Yes, I bought my train from them. And do you yourself hold any guild affiliation? No, I do not. Inside check. Yes, please. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I am also a never mind. A never mind. Zone of truth. <laughs> do it. I do it. Oh, what? and he needs to roll, what, at least a 13? 13, right? <laughs> nope. Zone of truth. He goes, ah, yes, the zone of truth again. Yes. I'm very sorry that you keep receiving answers that you're not intending to receive, but I'm not affiliated with any guild. Otherwise... Azorius Arrester, a great deal of my tri transactions then become quite illegal. What I, do you know about the Demir? I did, oh. Ugh. I will say this about the Demir. Everything you learn about that atrocious guild is another thing you wish you didn't know about that atrocious guild. I can say this for certain. As far as the Demir Guild, I know more than most. I do know that they have their fronts, and they keep their secrets, and they're quite good at keeping their secrets from folks like you. And they may pose as messengers and probably assassinations you have heard. It is always a great deal darker than that sort of thing, manipulations, political enterprises. Anything you fear they might have the power to do, I would probably bet half of my train that they are able to do it. Is there a reason I need to be concerned about the Demir? Yes, many, oh. many reasons. Has anybody told the lot of you on a regular occasion that you seem to bring an awful lot of bad news? Yes. Oh, well, I've suddenly lost my appetite. What exactly great deal more trouble am I in now? A lot. Heavens. Do you know how to contact the Demir? <laughs> do I know how to contact the Demir? I do not know how to contact the Demir, which is why I am on this side of a jail cell. Are you involved in any illegal activities? I am not involved in any illegal activities. All of my finances are reported. We what? should warn you that the artifact that you were previously in possession of was able to infect the former security member that stole it from you. Oh. When returned to the Simic facility, it seems that the orb was the catalyst for an infection outbreak that claimed a great many lives. It never infected me. For which I should think you were quite fortunate. Oh. And he kind of looks over the group of you like, one of my security team went bonkers infection on me before. And now he's like, um, well then, I thank you for your information. Please do help yourself to some food. I'm feeling a bit unsettled now, and I think I'm going to retire a bit early. And he sort of makes to maybe lock himself inside his room. <laughs> Have a good evening. And he kind of steps inside his private room and you just hear kind of a click. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, group, 
Did we discern anything there that we didn't already know? No. No. Mm -mm. Well, we have an audience in the morning. I say we take a rest and go back. Get our zone of truth (laughs) re-slotted. Among other things. Yeah. So you guys decide to retire for the night, confused, bewildered, and yet somehow more enlightened on whatever massive plot seems to be developing behind the curtain. As you drift off to sleep, perhaps slightly later than intended, as the thoughts continue to burrow deep inside your brain, I would like anyone of desire to make a perception check, please. Andrew, would you do it with advantage? Nope. Clack, 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 Eleven. I got a fifteen. Great. I'm not helpful here. I got a six. Great. Twenty-one. Anyone who rolled above a twenty. Oh. You guys awake enough that you kind of look to each other and both realize that you're probably both awake for the exact same reason. Something don't feel right. Everyone get up right now. What? I got it. Lorzatch moves outside the room. Okay. As you move outside the room, Lorzatch, you were the first person to notice that the door to Rufir's room is open, and there is a very faint blue light. We maybe should have posted guards. Let's do this! We were bad at the job. What, what would you like to do? Uh, Lorzatch is going to... Make a sneak check? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is an yes. amazing sneak check. As you creep quietly towards his room, you can see this pale blue light emanating from out the door. Inside, however, you find Mr. Alfonso asleep quietly on his back. Floating above Mr. Alfonso, however, you find a very tall, gangly, pale blue humanoid creature enshrouded in a long black cloak like smoke. He has this pale blue skin and a long black nailed claw is outstretched over the top of Mr. Alfonso's face and he is sucking some sort of blue light absorbing it from Mr. Alfonso's mind into his hand. And even though with such an amazing stealth roll you know you can't be seen, you see the creature give just a slight crick of its neck towards your direction. Next, Encounter Party! A dangerous enemy makes its move against Mr. Alfonso and the events surrounding the missing train come to light. Who is making their play for the orb and how much do they know? Find out next time on Encounter Party! Encounter Party is produced by Play Plus One and Charging Moose Media, based on the worlds of Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering created by Wizards of the Coast. Sound capture and original sound effects by Will Malones. Edited and mixed by Ned Donovan. Theme music and other sounds by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. Additional music by Darren Curtis. Special thanks to Megan Judkins, Marcus Thorne-Bagala, Will Malones, and Josh Samuels. party people i'm sarah babe you know the one that rolls all the ones come on over to facebook and check out our encounter party group it's super fun you get to talk to all of us and you wouldn't believe the conspiracy theories it's great 
check out our Instagram, our Twitter, and if you're looking for news and updates, check out EncounterParty.com. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast platform. Keep the party going, folks.